Today on Rosecast, Dr. Sarah Rose and Cynthia Farish continue their discussion on our relationship with food. Join with us as we discuss. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Sarah Rose, and we're talking about relationships with food. And today we're going to be talking with Cynthia Farish, who's a chef, and how does food affect anxiety? Cynthia, welcome. Hi, Sarah. Thank you. And thanks so much for having me. You are most welcome. So what is the relationship with food and with anxiety? There's so much anxiety now. There is. And actually, I think there's always been anxiety, but people are, for the first time, I think, actively talking about it. Um. I think anxiety and depression. Depression is the other side of anxiety. And I think how it, its connection with food is that it, food takes your focus off of your anxiety or off of your depression. Right. Yes. Yes. And I remember, you know, looking back and if I'll take it back to my grandmother because I did spend so much time with her. And if she was having a bad day, I remember her baking bread. I mean, we all have bad days, but on her difficult days, or even if she was just bored or preoccupied with something, she would start baking bread and not the KitchenAid mixer kind of bread. Or the bread machine, <laughs> or the bread machine kind of bread, where you just put everything in the bread machine and the bread machine will mix up your dough. She would make large batches of dough that required you using your hands and your arms and your shoulders and really getting in there and kneading that dough. And then from that dough, she would make loaves of bread, then rolls, and then pizza. And I remember watching her, and it that required a lot of muscle. And I didn't realize that until I started baking bread. But there really is an art to baking bread. So the reward to that was that she was so good at it that the neighbors, she would give it away because she made so much. So she would feed the neighbors as well as her whole family, which is, of course, us. But it was so delicious that everybody would say, oh, my gosh. And you know how wonderful bread smells, right? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. That was so good. So no matter what kind of a bad day or how anxious or gloomy she was feeling, it just made her feel better. So she was working out her stress or anxiety or gloominess through the muscles. And then her mind would just feel better because that was her reward. So it all comes to when you start to help others and it comes down to service. So you, you're taking your mind off of yourself. You're doing something good for others. So it's all kind of interconnected. I love it that, you know, she took her mind off herself. And others would be so happy to have the bread. Yeah. 
So I'm just using that as one example, but I could use myself as the same example, you know, but I just remember watching her. And then as I do it myself, I can say, yeah, that makes sense. Now I think I understand why she was doing that because I'm doing that myself now, you know? Yeah. Or as I, as I talk to more people and now I'm watching our younger generations and I'm watching them struggle a little bit on our college campuses, on, in the workplace. And so many mothers are working and they're juggling and it's just creating a stressful environment. And that's why there's so much mindfulness and meditation. And we're just looking for different ways for people to kind of decompress. And decompression, cooking is another way to decompress. And what that's doing, whether you're going out and going to yoga or going in the corner of the room to meditate, or if you're going in the kitchen to cook, it all means the same thing. You're doing something mindful and you're taking your mind away from maybe the problem that you're having or the stress that you're having and you're doing something constructive and you're just kind of moving. Oh, your mind is kind of going on vacation for a little while. But then if you can move your mind into something that is of service to not only yourself, but to others, don't you feel better like almost immediately? Oh, that would be the best of all worlds. Yeah. So I always say, like, for me, if I can do that, and then I can volunteer and cook for other people and just watch the smiles on their faces, I immediately feel better. Yeah, you're a personal chef, aren't you, too? Yes. And all I have to do is hear somebody go, mmm. That's so good. <laughs> like, that's all I need. That just makes my day. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm sure that it really is delicious. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And then turn on some music while you're doing that. And it just immediately puts you in a good mood. Well, it puts you in, like you said, it puts you in another world. It gives your brain a rest from all the hassle of the day. And it puts you into something that gives you joy and pleasure. And you're creating something. Exactly. Yes. And you don't have to be a personal chef or a chef. You can bake a cake from a, a cake box, you know, a cake mix. Yeah. If, if you can read, you can follow directions. You can do something like that. You can, you know, something, just simple things. Start with simple things. Yeah, that's really good advice to start with simple things and then try a little bit harder and then a little bit harder. Right. And to all of these college students out there, I would just say, start with a box of something that you can prepare and then go share them with roommates. And you'll instantly make friends because I have not met anybody yet that doesn't like food. <laughs> so it's a great way to make friends. It is a wonderful way to connect with people and at events like homecomings and uh, 
all kind of events, people bring food. That's kind of the universal connector. Everybody brings a dish, you know. So uh, it's a wonderful way to connect with people. No, I think it's a great way to move away from anxiety or depression, at least for that time being. You know, it's another avenue uh, such as yoga, such as meditation. It's a mindful practice. Let's put it that way. It can be a mindful practice. Yeah. So I challenge anybody out there in our audience to try to try cooking, to try creating, to start easy, start slow, something simple, and try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you, Cynthia, for your ideas with how to cope with anxiety by using food. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for having me. So our next segment of Rosecast, we're going to talk about Fast meal prep, because we're all on the go. A lot of people don't have time to cook. And Cynthia is going to give us some really great ideas for fast meal prep. So stay tuned for our next session with Rosecast. Do you have questions or comments about today's episode? Dr. Rose would love to hear from you. Please email her at Sarah at drsarahrose.com. That's S-A-R-A at D-R-S-A-R-A-R-O-S-E dot com. Dr. Sarah Rose has her PhD in psychology. In her role as a counselor, Dr. Rose's objective is supporting and empowering individuals to live healthier, happier lives. She is a licensed professional counselor and national board certified counselor who currently lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she operates in private practice. Join us next time as Dr. Rose dives into more exciting topics in the field of wellness and mental health. Next time on Rosecast.